Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. You should see him in the in the Jeep when the wind's blowing. <laughs> I know your your face stretches that looks like Predator. But I am worried when the elasticism starts to fade off. Starts to fade. I'm just gonna look, look like, like a, a basset hound. Droopy <laughs> droopy dog had a stroke. Yeah. Oh. And I will r- literally be able to make ends meet with my cheeks under my chin. <laughs> and I'm talking about my face cheeks. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every week we choose a popular English saying, sometimes not so English, and take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, if we're lucky, educational dive into its meaning, its usage, its origins, but mostly we're going to use it to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on my name. Is Jurassic Mark. And I'm Skitty. You are indeed. Oh man, we're just, we're just pulling these podcasts, we're, we're, we're bringing them close. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I do. Something like this. Oh, it's that? barely enough to make ends meet. It's barely enough to make ends meet. A little Perry Mason for you. Make it ends meet. Making ends meet. We're going to do that uh, today. Fantastic. I'm ex- excited to actually uh, figure out where this one comes from. Did you do any uh, looky looks? Um, no, I, I did some, just some general research and you know, you, you, you do come across some things, but most of my stuff is just moronic. Oh, good. Yeah, so so that so that's always helpful. Um, I did come across this uh, little bit of an anecdote to get things rolling. Um, poor bridge builders are just trying to make ends meet. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, and and I like the idea of connecting things. Do you think they start from either side or do they start in the middle? How does it, how do bridges get built? I'm pretty sure you start from the edges. You got to start and from work like, towards the middle. Yeah, you got to go from the riverbank. So they truly do need to make ends meet. They're making ends meet. Wow, yeah. that's really great. That's um, actually really great. Yeah, and so the the idea of connecting things is that you know that uh, we'll just we'll compromise in the middle. Is that's a tricky one? Yeah, don't compromise in the middle of a bridge. <laughs> that's not the place you want Let, to compromise. You want to more than make ends meet. I remember it was a fun compromise uh, out with another couple, and it's like, hey, let's grab a movie. We're vacationing together. It was an afternoon. It was hot. Let's go to an air conditioned. You place, uh, watch a movie in the afternoon. And so it's like, and so classic, the dudes are like, oh, let's see whatever action express. And then the girls are like, oh, let's go like mess around with our emotions movie. And it's like, oh, we're like, no. And they're like, no. And so it's like, fine, we'll compromise. And we ended up seeing, um, oh man, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's Goldie Hawn's dad? Goldie Hawn's dad or husband? <laughs> I think it's dad. The, uh, you know, the guy, he's like the escape from New York kind of, um, not Kurt Russell. It's, that's that's her husband. Is that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, he did well. Together they have Kate Hudson. Oh, I'm, I'm off by a generation. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that you know me so well that you can jump right into my brain. I'm like, and unscramble. Hon- John Voight? No, that's not her. In dad. my head, Goldie Hawn is still like in her 30s. <laughs> okay, got it. She's probably like 70 now. I don't know. Anyways. So yeah, we we'll go see some terrible Kurt Russell movie. No one is happy. It, it's it, and so that's what compromise. It's like so they could have been happy. We could have been happy. Two people could have been happy, and instead, four people are unhappy. <laughs> right. That that's that's the building the bridge in the middle. Yeah, but compromise is different than making ends meet. Ends meet. Like, what, what definition did I write down here? When you need to make ends meet, it means you want to have enough money to cover your basic needs and expenses. Like mm-hmm. you just. What do you need to make ends meet? Not well. It's a connection. See, it's a connection between a source and a need. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's good. And so you're always trying to bridge the gap between decreasing or how close I can bring the need to the supply. It'd be great to come out with a store. What kind of store or what would you sell in a store called Bridge? Just like cards, card games, the card, yeah, Bridge. Well, because if you put, if you store, opened every like one E-Harmony. of your, if you opened every one of your stores next to the gap, so it'd be Bridge the Gap. <laughs> Like, That'd be awesome. You just no no research and development. Just wherever the gap sets up, you set up next door. <laughs> you set up a bridge. <laughs> you set up your bridge store. Bridge beside the gap. Bridge the gap. It's like Cobb's and and Kins Market. You know, you always see those two together. I don't know why. Oh, is that true? I don't know if it if it is. There used to be a thing. I'm going to get the names wrong, but I think it was Wendy's and McDonald's, where Wendy's spent zero pennies on research and development. And wherever McDonald's set up, they set up a kitty corner. And they're like, why spend money? They're doing all this and, hard work. Yeah. If a McDonald's set up, it's got to be a good place. They probably thought about this. We'll yeah. just join in. That's, ah, that, yeah. I can't remember which fast food that's like following organization a, that's it was, but advice. that's what they were doing. Oh. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> that was, you didn't hear that, honestly? Honestly. Oh. Well, if you if it was picked up on the recording, as I think we mentioned before, our studio is on a farm here. And he's... Uh, the guy who owns the farm has chickens. You probably hear the chickens sometimes. You didn't hear the rooster just now? I, I did not. Oh, okay, well, maybe the recording didn't pick it up. Anyway, is, Are we doing ignorance is bliss today? No, no, no. that's how I feel. The the chickens are sometimes... I sometimes wake up to roosters, which sounds oh, so old-fashioned. But that's, that's fine. right now, it's particularly loud outside because the farmer who runs the place... Slaughter Day? He started a... Um, this is so ridiculous. Uh, I was going to make it sound funny. He's breeding chickens with fellow farmers, but he's basically been calling it a dating. He, see, he has an app for it for all these farmers. <laughs> so it's like a dating app for chickens, but he's totally bailing. They couldn't get their own rooster. To they're they're get, totally take ba- care of business. Like he wanted, he thought it was going to be a big money maker, but in the end he c- couldn't make hens meet. <laughs> I, I ate that up so bad. So hard. <laughs> oh, this is a terrible, this is a terrible dad pun. <laughs> Oh, and what's what makes it worse is how much I ate it. Mm. I'm like, there's an app. You can't just get go get your own rooster. You need a special you need rooster. You need an app. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, thank you for indulging. Okay, so I, I did. You know, so was that good? Are we what? good? Is the place coming down. The uh, the next uh, step in the. Making ends meet. So you got an end, you got an end, you're meeting this bridge building concept. And I, I came across something. I was like, oh, this is amazing water cooler talk. Okay. Uh, in Latin, bridge builder. You'll never guess what, what the word is. <laughs> I don't know. Pontifex. Okay. As in pontiff. Got it. As in the Pope. Okay. A bridge builder. Flying over my head. The The... Pope's kind of function is this mediator, this God man mediator, oh. voice of God to Interesting. Is, and it's the it's the pontifex, which is where they get the and, word pontiff. And that that is And it means bridge builder. Like literally that's yes. the etymology of these yes. words. Wow. Yeah, so there's other meanings in on pontiff, but yes, it's uh if you go like, you know, get in on the Britannica, pontifex is a bridge builder. Where's the word bishop come from? No idea. Probably chess. <laughs> so this, yeah. So that that the Pope's job is this connector between he's making the ends meet. He's making ends meet. 
Interesting. Yeah. So I, I, overall, I think that the church has made ends meet and that they're doing okay. But as financially, but as far as connecting God to the world, yeah. Hmm. The, the pontiff. Huh. The most holy primate. <laughs> uh, which I just found fascinating. Bridge builder. Well, Michelangelo's stupid then. That's man reaching out to God directly, that painting. Well, it's just, but, but do they touch? <gasps> no. You know what you need in the middle there? A pontiff. <laughs> pontiff. Yeah. Wow. Is, is the bridge builder. So what was the bridge builder term? Not pontiff, but... It's pontifex. Pontifex? Yeah. Like with an X on the end? With an E-X. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Latin. Bridge builder. Yeah. Isn't pontificate a word? Yeah. Pontificate is like you like uh, standing in front of people and telling them this is how it should be. You're pontificating. So it must have the same root. You're connecting their minds to your thought, to, to an I idea? Know, I don't know how deep it goes, but... Huh. Yeah, and like a great many things, there's alternate, uh, I'm sure there's alternate meanings and... There can't be. What, what not, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I thought, well, that actually, that actually uh, is fascinating. That, yeah. that actually Making ends meet. Making ends meet. I was thinking about a loaf of bread, and if nobody ever wants the ends, and so if you always drew from the middle, eventually you You're make making, the ends meet. Wow. What if they sold bread with no ends on it? Oh, that seems like such a like endless a bread. win, endless bread. We'll call it endless bread. <laughs> You're welcome out there, entrepreneur. How yeah. how has that not actually happened? Legitimately, <laughs> well, you use nobody the wants those bread. butt pieces of bread. You use the butt to pre- preserve the second to last piece from getting all crusty. So my kids never liked that those end pieces. Did right? you serve them sandwiches just made of that, but with the crust side in. So at a, at a glance, you can't tell. But when you bite into well, it. you bite into it, you're like, yeah. And something that's just dry, like just peanut butter. <laughs> so it's like, this is the driest <laughs> sandwich ever. No lube. <laughs> yeah. Endless bread. Endless bread. That's actually, I think we just came up with an idea. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like, it's not misleading. Well, it is a little misleading. It sounds like it's all you can eat bread, but... It's uh, it's not incorrect. <laughs> that would be a great gimmick at a restaurant. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like all of endless bread. Endless bread. Well, I thought the bread was endless. It is. It has no ends on it. No ends. Yeah. Well, I want more. No, there's a limit. <laughs> that would be another dollar. <laughs> but you said it was endless. Well, the bread we serve. Bread has no is ends. endless. The bread has no ends. There's, we cut the we cut the crust off the, the ends. We took the ends off. Yeah. Yeah. It's on. It's on ending. And then we give the ends. This is basically. Uh, top of the top of the muffin. What was it called on Seinfeld? Where everybody only uh, people only want the, the muffin, muffin tops. Top? So they were serving only muffin tops on, on a, their little bakery called Top of the Muffin. <laughs> top of the Muffin to you, I think it was called. And uh, and then they're like, well, "What are you going to do with the bottoms of the muffins?" Oh, we'll give them to homeless people. But then there was protests like homeless only deserve the bottom part of the muffins. <laughs> like it's so insulting. Right. So what do we do with our ends of our endless bread? Uh, French onion soup. I got it. I got it covered, buddy. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Endless, endless bread. <laughs> you use those ends for your French onion soup, and you end it with soup. Yeah, yeah. Endless yeah. bread. You heard it here first. Olive Garden. If this comes out, <laughs> if this comes out onto the market, I just wanted to go on record. What's the date today? I don't know. Uh, it, it comes out, uh, if it comes out after the date of this podcast, that's ours. We yeah, want, we got to copyright three, on that 3%. one. 
and of every slice of bread. It's perfect. It's the best thing since sliced bread. It, I hope the idiom changes to the best thing since endless bread. The best thing since endless bread. Bread with no ends. Yeah. It's unending. It's unending, endless. It's not unending. Well, but not, it is endless. It has been unended. 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 <laughs> Wave of the future. Wave of the future. We've got your sourdough. We've got your whole wheat, your multigrain, your starchy white. Mm-hmm. Endless bread. Endless bread. If they can call a loaf of bread wonder bread, we can have endless bread. Well, because there's no wonder in it? It's a wonder. There's no wonder. I wonder why anyone survives after It's wonderless. It. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know. I think it's delicious. Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> so who knows? It's, who knows how these things work? It's just a loaf of sugar. Making ends meet is, okay. uh, is always uh, like trying to push things to the end of the line. I was, I was thinking about some of the shirts that I, I have that have gotten... That don't quite fit anymore. Okay. And and making ends meet with buttons. <laughs> and so, again, you're trying to... It's a meeting of things. It's like a bridging, but your butt, <laughs> but they're so strained that they look like they're right. going to shoot someone in the eye. Right. I, I went to um, uh, Jura- a- Jurassic World Live this weekend. What? Which was fantastic. Tell it. Tell- yeah. So imagine uh, Disney on ice. Yep. So a show that uses that much real estate in the center of Pacific Coliseum. So it's called. Oh, so it's a hockey arena aside. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But it's not on ice. Three sixty seating. Hot, like. Yep. And so, almost, almost. So and, Disney uh, on ice minus the ice. Right. Okay. And they reenact Jurassic Park basically. Okay. But, I mean, it's a whole new storyline, but life-size dinosaurs that you kind of. You forget that you can see the people legs sticking out of the bottom and stuff, but sure. but like very just squint. Quite it was family friendly. It wasn't sure. terrifying or anything, but it was like people being disemboweled by dinosaurs. Well, they, some limbs were lost. Really, pterodactyl swooped in and took a guy off the ground into the rafters, and it was pretty great actually. But also really corny. Like you know, a, a show like you know, even at Disneyland, the rides are amazing, the environment's amazing. But when you go to their one one of their live shows, it's got an element of corny. Sure. So, in that vein, it, it has to carry. Yeah, in that vein, all all ages. Hmm. And uh, anyway, all that to say is, I wore uh, my Jurassic Mark T shirt that mm-hmm. was made for me. Yeah, uh, near the beginning of us doing this podcast. Crystal. Yeah. And yeah, Crystal made it for me. And uh, at the time when she gave it to me, I'm like, oh man, I wish it wasn't a large. I'm never going to wear this. It was just <laughs> huge on me. I'm swimming in this thing. It's uh, it's uh. It's a perfect, maybe slightly too small shirt right now. So you could blame it on washing it in warm water. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. One too many it's runs through the It's not the two years of weight gain. <laughs> Definitely not that. Well, if you've made ends meet so but well. But I've made ends meet in to the point of the shirt is a perfect fit. And the endless bread didn't help. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So ends meet, making ends meet. You know, r- reality though, like making ends meet is like, you know, you never want to live check to check, but so many people do. Like yeah, it's, you it's, just, it's not ideal, but there's times when it's tight. And you think about your own life, like <clears throat> when you're younger or newly married and, you know, times like you're working hard, like you suddenly have bills as a grown up you've never had before. And then a decade goes by, a couple de- decades go by and you're making, you know, sometimes a quarter or double what you made when you're in your early twenties, if not more than that. And somehow you're still just making ends meet. The more you have, the more you spend. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You got the bigger this and the more of that and Ah, the kids come along and for sure. And, uh, and so 
Yeah, making ends meet is the bare minimum you can do without getting yourself in trouble. Remember in restauranting when it was more of the making ends meet kind of uh, phase of, of life and you... Uh, no matter what, it was just like, what's the cheapest thing on this menu? <laughs> right. That's what I'm having. Yeah. So I got to make ends meet. Yeah. 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 You're just stretching, just stretching every dollar. And then you go through a phase where it's like you have money and then you get some of that HelloFresh, those HelloFresh checks start rolling in <laughs> and you start living large. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I'm not, you know, just whatever, whatever the heart desires. Yeah. But I don't know. You're, you're just trained to think. Maybe when you're poor so long, you're just trained in in waste. Yeah. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that. It's like, no, you don't need that. Yeah, that's like, you know, some of the people that lived through the Great Depression carried on that frugalness <laughs> because they knew, like, this is how you survive, is by being frugal, like, getting by on... Making ends meet. And, and no more. Yeah. Sock the rest away for a rainy day. The, um... Uh, before we get into uh, origins, the I heard this one other thought on on this thing. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Just when I make ends meet, someone moves the ends. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Yeah, it's like I did it. No, I didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, you make well, ends meet, and then your jeep has to go into the shop, <laughs> and you're driving somebody I else's did car it. for no, a while. You didn't. Yeah, good try, life. Yeah. Here's a participation pin. Anyway, should we find out where this comes where from? Where does this thing come from, anyway? Let's take a little dip into the history. I said some words. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. I turned around and looked behind. Those words came from another mind. Well, you know, this is a little, it's going to be short and sweet, but it is a little more interesting than uh, I expected it to be. In fact, some of the clothing comments you made As long are, as the village children are, have the same sentiment. It's more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I hope every episode's that. Well, well, sure what about we, it? I'm sure we've let them down a couple of times. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so the oldest example that I or anyone in the world of the internet could find, uh, finding it in print, that is, is from Thomas Fuller's um, the History of the Worthies of England, uh, 1661. And this is the quote. Worldly wealth he cared not for, desiring only to make both ends meet. And as for that little, as for that little that lapped over, he gave it to pious uses. So it was, uh, a little, little comedy in there, but basically he, he didn't care about wealth. He just wanted to make the ends meet and then the rest was wasted on fun, which is kind of what we all do. Um, but uh, comments about this quote and that he's kind of making a joke about it um, suggests that he already knew the phrase. So it predates 1661. So the rest is speculation, but they're interesting speculations. So do tell uh, one. It was. It's often noted that it's from bookkeeping, in which the total at the bottom <laughs> or the end of the column of income must at least match that at the bottom or the end of the expenditure column. Making ends meet. So they must meet or they must match. And, uh, and that's good to make sure you're not living beyond one's income. Um, another one was, uh, it's also known in the form to make both end ends of the year meet, which might kind of have the same connection. If we think of the usual end of year accounting, except that this form 
wasn't really in print or used as an example until 1748. So maybe it was a bit of a stretch, not really an origin, but still got used that way. Um, and then several people on the interwebs uh, mentioned that it came from tailoring or dressmaking in which the amount of cloth available might only just be sufficient to allow the garment to wrap completely around your body, therefore making the ends meet and no more. Don't waste fabric, just make ends meet. Sure. And so it was a uh, regulation, you know, for a tailor to save on his product, to save on his overhead by only making ends meet. And then the one that I like the most. It's like wrapping paper. Don't you actually hate that? Yeah. When you're wrapping presents? Just make ends meet. Don't waste paper. <laughs> so like, but do you do that when you're wrapping paper? You're like. And it's a centimeter off. Or it's just that there's like maybe two or three inches of excess. You're just like. I'm just going to fold that over a few times. Yeah, totally. On the ends, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant in the middle. You first wrap it, and they're like, I'm one centimeter. And so then you cut a strip <laughs> just to hide that gap. You bridge the gap, so to speak. <laughs> so this one I like the most. Um, there was, There is a Polish saying, which I'm not going to try to say, because I can't even... Zwick, cognac, zidkonsem is what it looks like to me. Nothing on my sausage. Which translated means to tie up one end with the other, and it it evokes the image of it like a belt, like what you were saying. Like, you want to make ends meet. And and you want to have... On a uh, belt. Yeah. That's great, so you don't want to be... So even old school, you want to make ends meet enough that you can kind of tie it like a a bathrobe belt. Hmm. This end has to meet that end, otherwise it's not serving any purpose. So... Uh, to make ends meet means to have enough fabric or okay. belt. This is just to, this will be very visual for the visual uh, for the the crowd. You can describe it to our, our listeners. Okay, uh, Skinny is right now taking off his belt. Okay, so this is a like full out leather belt. Take it off. Okay, before I show you, now this is the yeah. end of the belt in terms of making ends meet. Yeah. What what has gone on here? There's one hole in particular that is being really stressed. And what what is it doing to the leather that is otherwise all perfectly straight? It's bent it and stretched it and wrinkled it. It's it's, it's a well-worn belt. And so is this like you're forcing ends to meet? Well, you you have two more holes you could have used. But is that just denial? I don't know. I'm not going to that last hole. There's still two more holes before okay. I'm full out learning. Okay, okay I'll, I'll okay. one up you. Now, okay. now I'm taking off my belt. Okay. Who knew this would be this type of show, making ends meet? So I thought I came across the world's greatest. I'm like, I never need to worry about it again. Is it a rope? I have a few, a few versions of this, or a few colors, I should say. This one's yellow. Okay. Yellow belt. It's stretchy. What? And I'm like, well, how does it hold stuff up then? I'm like, you, you can still adjust the the tension. What is? Well, I know, but if it's still stretchy, then so it's it's stretchy. And I'm like, this is the I said when I first discovered this this belt, and I'm actually a huge fan. This is a brand called Arcade. I actually watch for it because it's not very easy to find. And I'm like, I love this belt. And I'm just, when I first started buying Arcade belts, I was telling people I was like an advocate for Arcade belts, <laughs> and until somebody, a friend, a mutual friend, actually. At church, <laughs> says to me, "Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's just like all the riders' pants. They all have elastic waist." And I'm like, "I'm a toddler <laughs> that needs an elastic waistband." <laughs> or pregnant ladies? 
I'm like, why hasn't anybody made it a stretchy belt before? This is perfect. I found these amazing pants. They have a, a front panel that stretches out <laughs> over my belly. Wow. That's called maternity wear. <laughs> anyway, I love these belts, and I don't care if it makes me feel like a toddler. Do you have Velcro shoes, too? I don't have Velcro shoes, that's, but that's how I, I wish I did. It turns into that at the end, where you, you just old men with suspenders. Okay, I'll I'll confess this. Speaking you have of suspenders on, under no, this? no, 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 okay. no. So I don't have Velcro shoes, but I do have. <laughs> I just realized there's a theme here in my life. That you're a toddler. I have elasticized laces, so I tie them once. And now I can just slip my shoes on and off because... You're just an efficient person. That's what it is. Because they just stay tied up. Well, make it ends stretchy. meet. There's several ways to make ends meet then. I'm stretchy. Yes, you are actually. <laughs> Your like, face is made of rubber. And so I'm worried about that because my face is very elasticized. I can, you know... Stretch. You should see him in the in the Jeep when the wind's blowing. <laughs> <laughs> no, your your face stretches that looks like Predator. But I am worried when the elasticism starts to fade off. Starts to fade. I'm just gonna look, look like, like a, a basset hound. Droopy droopy dog had a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I will r- literally be able to make ends meet with my cheeks under my chin. <laughs> and I'm talking about my face cheeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but who you, knows? Put chin a wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> well we, we have Derailed. We have derailed. Make an ends meet. We need to uh, make this beginning end meet with the final riddling end. Oh, nice, nice segue. That was beautiful. Um, all right. Well, riddling. Whoa, that's loud. Did you find that loud? It's a little crispy. Anyway, Riddling is a game we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question, requires a two-part overlapping answer. Now. I usually give an example from last week, but last week you gave the final one, and I didn't write it down. Do you remember your last week, Riddling? Oh, no. The the idiom was knowing which way the wind blows. Does that ring any bells? Um, no, n- not at all. All right. Well, two weeks ago then. Okay. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, which we have mentioned in this episode. Yes. Uh, we left you with a thousand megabytes is like happiness and the lack of knowledge. We already gave this answer away. But it's one gignorance is bliss. Mm. So it's one gig, not the answer. Ignorance is bliss, not the answer. The answer is one gignorance is bliss. And that's how you play that, Riddler. That was good. I'm sorry I didn't write down your Riddler. Oh, that's okay. Me too. All right, I've got two. I've got two. Let me get this party started. The legitimate children, listen up. Let's see what you got. See if you can beat out Jurassic Mark. Live frugally to pay your bills, says Gaylord Falker. <laughs> wow. Live frugally to pay your bills, says Gaylord Fokker. Well, clearly that would be making ends meet the parents. Making ends meet the parents. I got stuck for a second because I was like, meet the Fokkers. Like, that's part two. But that's part two, yeah. Episode two. And you wouldn't say that in your clue. Okay, here's mine. Here's my first one. Uh, hopefully you were listening today to the earlier reference of who wrote the first Anyway, it's over. <laughs> the author credited as the oldest use of Make Ends Meet is a reunion series for Bob Saget. The author credited, uh, and, al- and also named Thomas Fuller, uh, as the <laughs> oldest use of Make Ends Meet is a reunion series for Bob Saget. Thomas Robert Fuller House. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, did, I didn't have his last name. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, here we go. Number two, yeah, illegitimate children. It's Latin for bridge builder. Movie about a Turing test to an AI humanoid robot. 
Go ahead, say it again. It's Latin for a bridge builder. Movie about a Turing test to an AI humanoid robot. Are you say Turing like T O U R I N G? It's T U R I N G. A Turing. The Turing test. Yeah. The Turing test is a test of a machine's ability to exhibit intelligence, uh, intelligent behavior equivalent to a human. Are you, oh, I haven't seen this movie, but I'm guessing it's Pontifex Machina? Yes, that's okay. the one. Whew. Ex Machina. Yeah. Good. Good. Good one. Good for you. I was like, See, this is I what? still haven't seen that. I want to. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I've heard good things. Well, I got I heard one. Things. I heard things. Just saying. I uh, I got one more, but why don't you tell everybody how they Village can. Village and Children would love to hear from you. Reach along. out on Instagram at the.village.idiom or email us thevillageidiom podcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes, the Twitters at three minutes gone. That's quick. That was slick. You got that down. Uh, okay, here it is. To have just enough money to live on, to, to have just enough money to live on the carnivore's pizza. <laughs> to have just enough money to live on the carnivore's pizza. I hope you know it, and that is three minutes gone. Oh boy, I stumbled on my words, but did you get that one? I, yeah, I think yeah. I got that one. Okay, good. it up. Well, that's fun. It was good. It was fun. A little something, something, making ends meet, a little history. Making ends meet. Making ends meet. We're doing it. <laughs> I'm Skinny. I'm Jurassic Park. And these are the Village Idioms. Standing on their own two feet. Making, making ends meet. Last three minutes gone. <laughs>